Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Hello, everybody, and welcome to J-Rock Concerts, the podcast. Hope everyone is doing great. Lots of great music in your life as we jump into the month of March almost. Can you believe it? March 2021. Unreal. And guys, today's guest, amazing. Friend of the show. She's coming back. Last year, she was with us uh, representing her band, Wild Rivers, um, you may remember them, great Canadian pop band, lots of great stuff. And we had a great chat last year. And now Devon is coming back to talk about her debut solo EP, guys. Can you believe it? It's been a long time coming for her. The EP is called Pink Noise, and it comes out February 26th, uh, which is like now. We had a great chance to preview it, and it is fantastic, guys. You guys are going to love it. You know, it has a... That poetic songwriting of her heroes, Stevie Nicks, James Taylor, Florence and the Machine, Adele, Amy Winehouse, it's just amazing. Her, uh, her debut tracks that have uh, been um, released already have garnered more than 500,000 global streams and have been described as mesmerizing by Wonderland or catchy hooks and spellbinding by Ear Milk. So everyone is in love with Devon Glover's voice and you guys will too. You know, make sure you check out Pink Noise, which comes out February 26th. It's a great to chat with Devon. She comes to us from her house in uh, Canada. We had a really nice talk about the themes of her songs, why it's hard for people to commit. You know, we went a little philosophical there. We talk about artistry growing up. It was just a great all-around chat. If you want to find out more about Devon, uh, you know, check out her future tour dates, biography, and all that stuff, make sure to check out devon-music.com and without further ado guys i give you the one and only friend of the show devon on j-rock concerts the podcast nice to see you again jamie how's it going nice to see you. friend of the show devon glover back in the saddle how you doing in all your winter glory i'm good i'm good i mean winter's not my favorite but we're getting through it hasn't yeah. been too bad here in Toronto. It's been pretty mild considering most winters. So I'm just like holding on to the fact that I can still walk outside without being drenched in snow. So we're good for now. We're good. For yeah. Now. We'll Although your, your standards are different, Devon. Here in Nashville, everyone is like the city's in oh, lockdown. Yeah, you guys have a lot of snow. Yeah. Well, for you, probably not, right? <laughs> yeah, that's but, true. That's true. But uh, everyone here just, you know not used to it Devon but yeah I mean thanks for waking up early are, are you an early person Devon or are you like one of these artists that is going to bed just now I was a very big morning person before COVID um I would wake up at like I, I liked waking up early because I liked having time in the morning before anybody else was awake to just kind of like have time to myself and like work on music and and get my day started, clear my head. Um, but now, since I don't really have a schedule to follow, it has been really hard to motivate myself to wake up early. So, but to 10 a.m. is is great. That's Appreciate I, it. I'm always up by this time at least. Love it, love it, Devon. Yeah. So, I mean, first of all, so let me thank you for your time. Obviously, Pink Noise, the EP, it's coming out February 26th. 
I mean, have heard it probably 10 times by now, Devon. And every time I hear it, it's just so tight. It's remarkable. Amazing. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate you listening and having me on the show. Oh, yeah, Devon. Absolutely. And, and I think, you know, the big question, Devon, and be honest, be honest here. Can a musician be made or are you born a musician? I mean, look, you've talked about your musical influences and you're a music fan first. Is that, were you born with a talent and wanted to understand the language of music or is something that through practice, Devon, like John Smith, my neighbor can become? I, it's interesting because I was asking my parents this because I, in my head, I've always been like, I've always been talented at singing. And I was talking to my parents about this and, and they were like, mm, when you were younger, you weren't like a child prodigy or anything. Like you were really passionate. And so I think that is the key is just the passion. Like if you're really willing to dedicate the time and it's just like your soul just pulls you to pursue music in whatever way from a young age. I, I do think it's, I mean, I think like, I guess some people are in, inherently better at picking up instruments and a little bit quicker at learning. Um, but I do think that it's just like driven by passion. And if you're really passionate you, and you can put the time in then you can, you can do it. I love it. I love I love that answer. Yeah, because when you read about someone like Paul McCartney, right, that at an early age could pick up like any instrument and make it happen, you know, there are savants basically, and for some reason, you know, you, you they can pick up a guitar and play. But you know what you're saying is, you know, if you put in them ten thousand hours, you can pretty much like master anything. Yeah, that, I I do believe that for sure. Awesome, awesome, Devon. And you know, when you jam with some of your collaborators, I have to ask you, like on Pink Noise, like Corey Harper, for example, which it's amazing, Devon, is you make it seem like you guys were like in the same room, like at the same time, you know, for like months together working on it. Uh, it sounds so perfect, uh, but you guys were, were not together, right? It was through technology? So we, we were together on the day we recorded it, um, but it was the first time we had actually met in person. We had just been talking on I think Instagram and like texting and calling Unbelievable. for a couple months leading up to it. And then I finally moved to LA for a few months and that's when we were able to get in the studio and do it together. But since we had just been talking so much when we actually met in person, it felt like we had, were already friends and it was super easy and casual, which was nice because it can always be weird to actually meet someone in person and then be like, oh, we have to pour out our emotions and record this song in one day. And like we did the whole thing in eight hours. And it was like a big grind, but we all just got along really well. Um, so it was a lot of fun. Absolutely. I can imagine that, Devon. And especially with technology. I mean, it's like dating, but with that artistic element. So there's more at stake. So. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Devon. And um, okay, and when you write a new EP, Devon, obviously, whether it's, uh, you know, with, with your band or, or now solo, you hear the music in your head, you know, and when you sit down with your creative team, you know, with your managers, your publicists and your creative team as well, and you say, okay, it's time for my EP, guys. It's the pandemic, like it's the right time. Are you open to their changes and their new ideas? Or is it like, look guys, I've heard this in my head already. I know how I want this to go. Just please try to facilitate what I have in my head. So for this one, since it was my first EP and first solo project, I feel like I was very open to um, feedback. And it was it was a really big exploratory process for me of just figuring out like, what my individual perspective and my individual voice sounds like because I've, I've done lots of collaboration but I've, this is the first time it was just my solo project right um, and I've always had kind of an idea of what I wanted to sound like and in influences that I wanted to draw from but I was 
I was very open to feedback from my collaborators and my team um, just because even though I am the one with the vision, I feel like I'm, it's kind of like a learning curve to, to do your first solo project. And luckily my team and my collaborators are all people I know really well and trust and they kind of get what, what I'm trying to do too. So I think that's key. Like they're not trying to swing me in a certain direction, but they're just right. They're helping me better get to where I want to go. They're, so, they're, yeah, they're in tune with your vision. It's not like, no, yeah. you have to go more country, you know, nothing like that. Yeah, 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 nothing like <laughs> that, yeah. I love it, I love it, Devon. And okay, like, I, I mean, let's talk about, I mean, we're talking about Corey Harper, so let's talk about that song almost. I mean, this song is so addictive, Devon. I mean, it's the perfect song. So you team up with Corey, uh, LA-based, like you said, you went to visit him uh, and your voices are amazing. But what I love about this song, Devon, is... um is that you know you've captured like the a zeitgeist that i think that I, and i went back and looked at it, it it's from tony robbins he says stop being afraid of what could go wrong and start being excited of, of what could go right and so i i just you know on a human level devon why do you think as a society it seems people are having more trouble fully committing to things devon oh that's an interesting question um i think well from my perspective, and so I wrote this with my friend Kyle Reynolds, and we're both musicians, and we are both in relationships with people. Who... And when people hear the song, they're going to understand what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, who are on a bit of a different life path. And I think, especially in your mid-20s and early 20s, everybody's kind of doing different things. And especially being in a creative industry, your life, your day-to-day -day is so volatile, and you, you don't really know when you can like commit to something or when you have to go on tour or when you have to fly somewhere and pursue this opportunity that's like feels like a once in a lifetime thing and you kind of have to be willing to up and leave to, for your career but if you have a relationship and that's more settled and in one place it's a little bit of it feels like a bit of a hard decision because you're so young and you obviously want to do your career justice but you also want to give what you can to the relationship and I think that creates a little bit of doubt and a little bit of insecurity for both. Because when you're in your 20s, you're like, what should I be doing? And I think it's really hard to like, know what your right place is at that, is at that particular time. So I was just talking about that to my friend Kyle and he was in a very similar position. And we were like, it's kind of a sad idea but I feel like people can probably relate to it. It's such like a, I feel like it's such a, it's no one really commits to anything right now and I think that's also probably because of like the speed at which we get given content and media to digest and there's just like so much going on at all times that it can be hard to uh focus <laughs> yeah yeah no I I agree I, I actually think the problem is gonna manifest like in in society in like ways we can't even imagine but that's that's another, that's for, that's for a TED talk, basically. Yeah, yeah absolutely, Devon. Okay, make up your mind. Love the production. I mean, the lyrics are wonderful and it's just so playful, but, but the production's super cool. I just have to emphasize that. But that line though, like, best part is in the middle, so don't turn around and try to call me a friend. Like those like little nuggets, it, it's just it's just such a fun listen. Is it fair to say, Devon, that, um, you know, a song like this just flows out of you so easily? Would I be wrong with this? It just seems like like this is like you and your core and then it allowed you to be more creative with the production because like you had that like easy going out. So this was, uh, this song, that song is, is one that I wasn't sure about including on the EP because it's the oldest song on the EP. And 
it's also the first song that I fully ever produced on my own. And now <laughs> listening to it, I feel like I've come a long way since then. But I think that's why I wanted to put it on the EP because that was songwriting for me is, is tough. Like for some people, it's like, I can write a song in 10 minutes. But I think for me, I just, I get in these spirals of like self-doubt and th I, I second guess things and I scrap ideas really easily. So this was the first song for me that I fully produced and fully wrote in like half an hour. Amazing. And I, I felt like that lack of kind of pressure that I usually put on myself. And so I just felt really free when I was making that song. And it was such a weird song and I was like, what is this? But to me, it held such like a special place in my heart because I was like, this kind of signifies feeling freedom in yeah. the creative process. And I feel like I was like finding my footing in a lot of ways. Um, and just because it's the first song I, I ever fully produced on my own, I was like, I, I want to have this as a chapter of my progression as an artist and producer. So that's why I felt like it's it's the demo version that's going on the EP, but I just got it remixed. Um, so it sounds a little better, but yeah, I just kept it in its form, like original demo vocals, didn't mess with the production. And I was just like, I want people to hear that, like the first step in the journey, I guess. That's an amazing story because that's exactly like you mission accomplished. Like that's exactly how it felt. It's like, oh, you good. know, you. yeah, a hundred percent. It's like, look, sometimes you go to a fancy restaurant and you, you're you like, you know what? I just want the cheeseburger. You know, like <laughs> you just like, it's like, it's like, I, I get it. You guys have great steak, great lobster, but like, I just want the chicken tenders today. You know, it's like so, sometimes like, you know, and you positioned it perfectly. It's not like it's the intro. It's like, it's a palate cleanser. So Thank awesome. You. Thank you. Oh, nice. I love when artists do that. Like I, I listened to early Billie Eilish stuff and, and she has like random SoundCloud demos that she's put out and like even Claro, you listen to her first couple songs and they're just like kind of shitty sounding demos that she made on GarageBand. And I think that's so endearing because then you see where she is now and you're like, wow, I wish more people showed the, the process of them kind of like starting out and finding their footing because totally. it's really inspiring to see what you can do from there. So hopefully... It's, Hopefully you'll see that eventually. Yeah, no, I, you know what, Devonath, it's going to catch fire. This EP is amazing. And uh, the, the inspirations are awesome. Um, you made a playlist on Spotify about it. It's, it's called Pink Noise, the playlist. And uh, you, you see our esteemed guest here brushing her teeth and taking a selfie. That's how you know that's, how you know that's the playlist. Um, it includes Olivia Dean, Amy Winehouse, Noah Khan. And it got me thinking, Noah, uh, Devon, about, about uh, you as a child. Like, like uh, you as a nine-year-old, you know, take us inside... Nine-year-old Devon, in your bedroom, what were you listening to? What posters did you have on the wall? Like, what were, like, just take us in, like, one of those after-school afternoons. Yeah, okay. So when I was nine, I was living in London, um, where I grew up. And so that's why a lot of my influences are British. Um, after school, I used to come home, and there was five music video channels that I could just cycle through all day. So I would come home, probably have like a bowl of cereal and then just cycle through the different music video channels and just watch them and like skip until I found a song that I liked. I'm trying to think of what I would have been listening to when I was nine. Um, there was a lot of like cheesy British boy bands and girl bands. One was called Blue. Um, one was called Girls Aloud. And okay. then obviously like Spice Girls, Britney, like all the classic pop back then. Oh, the classic. Um, but I'm trying to think that would have been like 
2000 and something like early 2000s i also yeah. was very into um british indie rock like arctic monkeys and the kooks nice. and uh, that kind of genre as well so a, a, a big a big mix of things at the time You've always been cool is what I'm, is, is basically like, you know, translation, like I've always like known what's cooler before everybody else. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> I mean, I probably like to think that at the time, but realistically, who knows? <laughs> I feel like every nine year old who likes music wants to be a trendsetter in some way. <laughs> oh, I love it, Devon. I love it. So listen, I mean, you've been so generous with your time. We love having you. Tell us about like, you know, what you're thinking, like, as far as the shows are concerned for this EP, right? Because it's going to be different from Wild Rivers, I think. It's, it, it, in fact, in, in some ways, cooler, more intimate, a little bit more flexibility. Like, how, how do you envision, uh, you know, you performing this song live? Yeah, so I, I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, I, who knows when I'll be able to, but I want to I kind of experiment with a variety of, of forms of the live show. So I would love to have a small band on stage, but then I would also love to have the flexibility to use, like, a beat pad and kind of loop things mm. on my own and have a little bit of versatility within the set. Um, and one thing that I've always wanted to do on stage is dance. So I just, I've, I've been trying to make songs in quarantine to cheer myself up that I can just like dance to and have everyone in the room dance to. So that's my goal of the show. I want an energetic live show. Okay. Okay. Oh man. I love it. I love it. Devon, I'm telling you right now, like pink noise, which comes out February 26th, this is going to, like it, 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 it's, it just checks all the boxes. It's going to catch fire. Thank you so much. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thanks so much for your time, Devon. We always love talking to you. Always love having you. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Nice to catch up. Of course. Of course. Take care. Have a good day. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.